Get the old chimney sweeper Make sure the chimney is clear Time to get humming Santa is coming I love this time of the year Welcome to a special Christmas in July edition of Molly and Pete Save Christmas. I am Pete. I'm Molly. And we are here to break down a Hallmark Christmas movie in July. I I mean, I guess they've been doing this for a while that they show their Christmas movies in July. And then they also show a preview of what's coming up. And we learned Lacey Chabert and Happy the Dog told (laughs) us that there are 34 new movies. Right. Starting the preview that they aired this week. Starting October 26th or 27th. So before Halloween. Yeah. We're going to get rolling into the Christmas movies. If you watched the preview, it was a bit of a bummer to see the behind the scenes of them filming and the fake snow that they made. I mean, we all know that it's fake snow, but... (laughs) What? (laughs) I don't need that peek behind the curtain. It's not in Canada that it's in the actual location, that it is winter. For in July, they play 30 or so movies, or no, they play 15 movies, I think, like the back half of July they start. For some reason, I thought that it was, they they were new movies, but... They're no, it's movies. a lot from it's a lot from last year. And the one that we're going to talk about today, somehow we missed. And that movie is Miss Christmas, and set we, in Chicago. Yeah. We, we I don't think we've done one that has been set in Chicago. I feel like some have had moment, like the opening credits have had a Chicago <laughs> moment. <laughs> Not that this had that much more than this. Yeah. this is, it's really set in Wisconsin. Uh, essentially, what is the the premise of this movie? So, Holly, <laughs> which they're so they use Holly the name Holly so much. So I just feel like they have a list. It's like um hurricane names and they pick a a name that they haven't used before and then they go with Holly. And then they pick a name that they haven't used before and then it's Holly. It's just alternating between the two. And you know you get like a Joy and an Eve and other um holiday related names, yeah. but lots of Hollies. Yeah. So we see her at the Radcliffe Center tree lighting. So apparently Rom has moved the tree lighting again <laughs> to the Radcliffe Center. <laughs> and the um Yeah, so it's in Chicago and essentially it's Millennium Park, but yeah. they call it the Radcliffe Center. Yeah. So Holly's job, as we learned, so she's being interviewed by WRT News, <laughs> a reporter, um, and the focus of the story is just about her and how she picked her job as creative director at the Radcliffe Center, which creative director is such a no, nebula, like nobody knows what that term means so you can just throw it out there and okay fine your job all year is to find the christmas trees you're the <laughs> yeah. creative director we don't know what the radcliffe center does no. either no no yeah i feel yeah creative director i feel like they use that on check please all the time when they have their position like the people's yeah. jobs in the bottom they're like you know they, this is tina creative director a creative director of what and yeah. how i use it as my job sometimes <laughs> i don't really know what to say that i do um i think if you know so i, I think it is a it definitely is a legitimate job but it can mean a lot of things it can have a lot of different responsibilities and again nobody like if you say like what you know like hey holly what does your boyfriend do your city boyfriend do oh he's in marketing like they could just be yeah. so many things so so yeah so holly is the creative director of the radcliffe center and uh, yeah her only job for the year yeah is to find the christmas tree that they light up for 
in Radcliffe Center mm-hmm. for the holiday season. Mm-hmm. That's her one, her one and only job. So let's say that this is the 2016 tree lighting that we're seeing in the beginning. Cut to she's in her office. It's almost time for the 2017 tree lighting. And she's, you know, scrambling to finish the last few details. And her assistant comes in and she's like, what are you doing? You're watching that, rec- that <laughs> interview of you from last year for the hundredth time, whatever. Like she's, there's lots of red and green folders everywhere in <laughs> yeah. the office. It seems like a very, very busy office for... Is the whole office just to find the Christmas tree? Well, there's three people whose full-time job it is to find this Christmas tree. <laughs> Holly, her assistant, uh, her assistant Aaron, and her boss, Andrea, who just yells at her and abuses her <laughs> about the tree. And there's corporate, too, which we find later. We corporate. Find, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We also find out that Holly... Okay, so this tree lighting business takes... It is a lot of hours you have to put in every week. All she can do is this job. She can't date. And so when Aaron, her assistant, approaches her with paper tickets for a speed dating <laughs> evening or, you know thing yeah. i was like what year is a speed date paper <laughs> tickets for speed dating I, do, I mean that's not a thing anymore is it i think that's what tinder is right <laughs> yeah right like i remember there was a sex in the city episode about speed dating that was like 20 years ago I do you ever know anyone who went to speed dating i don't think so it might have just been a tv thing i don't know <laughs> But I mean, that was a thing of, you know, where you're like sitting at tables and then, you know, whatever, you get paired up with a crazy person. (laughs) So So we learn that Holly, she is her, you know, her whole social life is is in shambles because she has to find the the Christmas tree. She can't find the perfect man because she has to find the perfect tree. Oh, (laughs) that's not me. That was the movie. (laughs) They say that? Yes. That's the description. (laughs) So then Andrea, the emotionally abusive boss, comes in freaking out because the tree that they <laughs> were supposed to like pick up like that day mm-hmm. so, I, we don't, I, do we know what happened to it there was some sort of d- oh the d- crane the crane, crane when they were damage. getting it yeah. like yeah <laughs> yeah that's what it was knocked off like half the tree yeah. um and the photo that they show of the tree is, is bizarre and so later on when they're trying to find a new, another tree again instead of just like probably just going looking through emails or going online and scanning through images they have all they have stacks and stacks of paper like headshots of trees (laughs) yeah so yeah the photo's not like i would think the photo would be kind of like oh someone just took a snapshot with their phone but it's like a professional perfect photo of the tree so when we find out that the tree is damaged they've spent all year finding this tree and now we're, I don't know, eight or so days. So I'm not ten sure. days we're away. Ten, away. ten days away from when the tree is going to be the lit tree in lighting. Uh, Radcliffe Center. And now they're back to square one. To they have to f- somehow in ten days find the Christmas tree that's going to be lit in Radcliffe Center. So Holly, Holly says she can do it. So they start looking through all those headshots, and then and nothing is right. And Holly remembers that that little kids have sent or i don't know fans People, have families, sent yeah. photos of their trees for consideration and they're in a box they've never been opened so it's a box full of fake little kid handwriting <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> which is one of my pet peeves i don't know in what arena but just i don't like fake little kid handwriting and i don't like faked photos in tv shows and movies where obviously the people it's not an old photo. It was just taken, mm-hmm. and they, somehow they can never get the proportions right <laughs> on it, or like the colors right. I don't understand. Like, 
you can make dinosaurs look completely realistic in Jurassic Park, but you can't get photos, <laughs> yeah. right? I don't understand that. Yeah. It looked like a stack of like five-year-olds in crayon wrote all yeah. these uh, letters to submit their yeah. their tree to Radcliffe Center. So it's a big box of them. And so she takes the, the box home um, <laughs> to her house. To her, her model home, house, yeah. <laughs> and and gets her dog from doggy daycare. Takes him home to go through them. She has the ugliest sofa I've ever seen in her house. <laughs> I would say watch this movie just to see how bad the level of awfulness of this sofa. And she has she, her Christmas tree is up, but it's not decorated right. yet. And she has, I think, she has some other kind of christmas tree things that are out but nothing's really set up yet so you can see you, you can see that this the work has taken over her life and mm-hmm. she doesn't even even have her you know her christmas she christmas means so much to her that she hasn't even had time to decorate her tree and i guess the name miss christmas comes from at some point during one of these tv shows where they do the tree lighting she nicknamed herself miss christmas and it's stuck and it's stuck so now everybody knows her holly as miss christmas is this how it works do we know who pick who picks the tree in chicago do we know they you know i know they take submissions what department is this i think the department of cultural affairs yeah we need to we need to find the real the real the miss, real miss christmas, christmas the real chicago. holly do we own her holly's last name no yeah there may be uh, a miss christmas Maybe uh, we'll do a follow-up <laughs> in, uh, in December. We'll, uh, we'll reveal the, uh, the Chicago Miss Christmas. So she does, though, pull out an angel from a box, um, a very, like, I don't know, depressing angel from a box and puts it on top of the tree. So she's going through the letters and just stacks upon stacks. And they're just ridiculous. It's like palm trees. It's bonsai trees. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, oh, lo and behold, the bottom of the box, there's one more letter from Joey. <laughs> Dear Miss Christmas, I saw you on TV. You're the lady who chooses the Christmas tree. I'm writing to you to tell you that I found your next tree. Please come to Claus, Wisconsin to pick it up. Sincerely, Joey McNary, age eight. Then she, the photo, she pulls the photo out, and it's a glorious tree. She's yeah. like, this is the tree. I've got to have it. So the next morning, she she goes and, and um, knocks on Aaron's door, and Aaron lives in a basketball player's house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, on Cribs, <laughs> they showed a basketball player's house, and it would just be like marble, a black leather sofa, and a big TV. <laughs> With a video game yeah. attached. Yeah. That's what Aaron's house is. Yeah. This is how much are they paying this Christmas tree assistant? <laughs> it's not, well, we, we've learned this is a, this is a hard job. Like the city. It's very demanding. On. So I kept asking myself as we were watching this, does this feel like Christmas? Do I feel like it's Christmas? Is this weird to watch a Christmas movie in July? One thing was that it's, it's very gray and rainy today, so it's not like it was a beautiful sunny day out and we were sitting inside watching a Christmas movie. <laughs> but I, I, I felt, it's not that I didn't feel Christmassy, it just felt weird to me to watch this yeah, in July. I, it, did it, you feel that no, way? No, I did not. I felt, I was, I got into it. And you're, perhaps you're right, we were recording this on Sunday. 
um, and it's gray. And I think that might have something to do with it. If it was like bright and sunny out, I probably would have been taken out of it. But since it was kind of gray. Maybe I already felt kind of gloomy because it was gray. I don't know. I I just felt weird watching a Christmas movie. I got into it and it made me feel good. (laughs) It really made me feel good watching this thing. Did it make you feel like Christmas was happening right now? Or was that confusing? Mm, It didn't really make me feel like Christmas was happening. But I was like, normally I'm not up for Christmas movies at any other time of the year except after you know halloween when it's a little bit crisp out but i was like oh i'm in i'm into this i'm into i would say it was a similar feeling to when we watched them after because they're still on for a bit after christmas and yeah it's just kind of like it makes me feel like a a grinch or a scrooge (laughs) (laughs) this movie we'll get to that (laughs) so how did she find uh, so so this tree is in claws wisconsin Mm -hmm. Um, so she's going to drive up there and it's a very Christmassy town and um, it has a big Christmas festival every year. The thing about the letter that Joey sent, you know, since Joey's a little dummy, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's cute. But. Yeah, he's on the scale of kids in these movies. He's decent. Yeah, he's he's got good. some weird ticks to him. But they received the submission from Klaus Claus, excuse me, um, Wisconsin, but no return address. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were like, She's got to do some Holly, How are you going to go up to Klaus? Klaus. <laughs> Santa Claus. <laughs> they, they go up to Claus and she's got to f- somehow find Joey yeah. and the tree. Yeah. So she heads up there and they're starting to set up the festival, which actually, I have to say too about this one, sometimes they. I mean, they never say what day it is. Oh, they said Christmas is 20 days away. It's a little late for when the tree lighting would yeah. be. But normally they push these until like, it's two days before Christmas. We've got to find the tree, you know. Yeah. They, they're setting up the festival. They're getting the tree. Like, this is actually how it would yeah. happen. Yeah, the timing then. seemed right. So I'll give them a point for that. So they're setting it up and uh, she bumps into a guy. He's carrying a big snowman. You know, their meet cute is that they keep bumping into each other and he's kind of gruff with her. And um, he said, oh, you know, she said something about like, oh, I love Christmas in a small town. And you can tell he's really grumpy. He's like, oh, well, you're four days early. You know, the festival hasn't started yet. You know, we get a lot of you city folk. And it's a lot about her being city folk and him being the small town and how like a lot of putting down living in the city. And it's better to live in the small town. And he calls her, you're one of those holiday people. It's really beautiful. Yeah, we're getting there. Nothing like a small town Christmas. You're a little early. The festival's not for four days. We get a lot of you city folk. Whoa. Stop. Turn around. You calling me a city girl? Well, are you not? Okay, I might live in a city right now, but I will have you know that I grew up on a Christmas tree farm. A Christmas tree farm? Yeah. So you're one of those holiday people. Holiday people. Um, are you not one of those no, people? Well, no. Okay, because it looks to me like you're setting up for Christmas festival. Well, we take turns here in our little small town of Claus. Okay, it just happens to be my year. Oh. Hmm? But if it were up to me, 
I'd skip December altogether. He's a Grinch. He is a Grinch. He kind of reminded me, I know he's very popular right now, but he kind of reminded me of Jay Cutler a little bit in his aloofness at the beginning. Like, the don't care about, like, the city folk coming in. Yeah. And he kind of, like, I don't know, he's got, like, bad kind of, like, facial hair. He looks like he's been in a a bunch of bar fights. (laughs) Yeah. Like a double chin. Yeah. Not, 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 like... Like, when I saw this actor, I'm like, who is this guy? Oh, yeah. He was Riley in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Do you remember that oh, character? Yeah. And so I already yeah. have kind of like yeah. negative connotations with him. I mean, I think maybe his storyline ended up being okay, but he was also kind of abusive to yeah. Buffy, right? And yeah. um, I don't know. I just don't have good feelings about him. And when I looked up his IMDb, he's, you know, he's been in every, every basic cable show he's had a little role on. Was and he he's been suits? in some movies, too. I don't know. A lot of CSIs and NCISs. <laughs> oh. so, yeah. But like, he's not. I- I didn't find him particularly handsome. No, to be. I didn't like. And these guys aren't always traditionally handsome, but usually there's some kind of like something appealing about him. And I just never really. I mean, he's just not our type. <laughs> he's a, yeah, he's not, but he, you know, he kind of like had a, like a little double chin. He's not like skinny by any stretch of the imagination. He's got a football player feel yeah. for sure. So I mean, I guess that. I mean, I guess you know he is. He's kind of playing to that gruff character and you know instead yeah. of being like a little tiny guy you know he's also been in multiple hallmark movies sometimes i have respect for these actors who are just like oh screw it i'm just gonna get this paycheck yeah. um seems like a pretty good set to work on <laughs> based on the preview that we watched yeah. <laughs> um so she uh she heads over after her altercation with Sam. That's his name. She goes to check into her her Hallmark movie bed and breakfast. <laughs> and um, Amy, who owns it, um, welcomes her and tells her about the festival. And she says, you know, I want to check in, um, but I need your help finding someone. Amy's like, okay, sure. <laughs> Again, there's always like too much information. Like the, people are They're too really, willing. To- yeah, willing to give it all the information <laughs> yeah. about the locals. Yeah. And she's like, I'm trying to find Joey. And Amy says, I'm Joey's aunt. <laughs> Let's go see Joey and his dad. Who Ooh. could it be? <laughs> so they head over to the to Joey's dad's farm, her brother's farm. And here comes a guy with a bale of hay in his face. <laughs> oh, who is it? It's Gruff Sam <laughs> in his truck. <laughs> And so she, you know, explains why she's there and that Joey had sent her the photo of the tree and that the tree is perfect and it's meant, you know, lots of times she said it's meant to be. She never really felt great about that first tree. Mm-hmm. And uh, he is not open to giving her the tree. He's no. very against it. So he, she's like, can I just, you know, see it while I'm here? So he takes her over to see it and... and <laughs> She has bare legs and like some little boots on. And again, open coats. If you listen to this podcast before, you know that they always have open (laughs) coats and it's, you know, freezing outside and snowing. And she sees the tree and then Sam shows her where his parents have carved their initials into it. A few things with this. They, there's conflicting timelines with the tree. So he explains that they, they bought this farm. 30 something years ago years ago maybe and carved their initials into the tree then later on either sam or the dad says that they had um, planted that tree then she says later on that the tree was at least 80 years old which that's the only thing that really makes sense yeah um so i'm not sure about the (laughs) the origins of this tree they just tell (laughs) sam whatever sam doesn't really know the true story i don't know my other thing with this is i don't 
know how I feel about this cutting down the tree thing to put it in the the tree lighting ceremony. I'm well, conflicted about this. Yeah, because Sam explains to Holly that, you know, yeah, this tree has been in the family and then the mom, his mom, died like last year and it really means a lot to the, this tree means a lot to the family. The, the mom has just died, you know, and it would be... It would be horrible if we, you know, to uprooted this tree. It just means a lot to the family. And Holly says, like, well, you know, like, Joey wants to, you know, bring the tree to Chicago because it brings joy to so many people. And uh, Sam explains that, you know, like, you know, he cause he's, only, he's only eight years old and a little bit of a, a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know better when he's like 28. He's going to he's going to appreciate that that tree is still here on the family farm with with the family and i and i'm kind of with you i was yeah. like that that she a, really a, tries to sell like how the meaning of the you know the importance of the tree being and that them this tradition and but I, I just feel i feel weird about cutting down a tree that's been around yeah for a hundred years yeah. in not just this tree but any tree cutting it down to put in the middle of a city for just like two months and then well, well we, <laughs> we don't know what we'll, we'll tell you later what's gonna happen with this tree but um i don't know i just feel weird about it that this, they have this beautiful tree and that they're just gonna cut it down to like what to for it to be on tv for a few i don't yeah. know i just don't feel i don't feel a lot of i don't feel strongly about like oh they have to have this tree yeah in, i kind of felt the same Chicago. way i was like i was kind of on sam's side thinking that like this is a family tree it deserves to be in klaus <laughs> claus uh wisconsin and you know shove along holly go go back your, <laughs> yeah. your city folk i back. do have to say that that on the block where where my office and studio are there's a big some type of fir tree a huge fir tree in somebody's yard and i hate that thing and i wish that that somebody someone would cut, cut it. it down and use it as a christmas tree <laughs> first of all it makes me uncomfortable because i feel like trees that are that big in residential settings this is not like a big oak tree or something it's if it has the feeling that it's going to fall down and crush a house, it has that kind of feeling, and it they it completely covers up the sidewalk. Like you have to walk, you can't walk on the sidewalk. You have to like walk in the street and mm-hmm. around it. I hate that. It's a, it's a nuisance. <laughs> it's a nuisance. It's <laughs> ugly. Yeah, cut that one down. So then we get to meet. So okay. So sadly, we heard that that the mother had died this year. But then we get to meet Sam's father and Joey's grandpa. <laughs> grandpa George isn't him. George. I think it's George. Yeah. It was G something, George. Yeah. yeah. He is really creepy. Yeah. Creepy Canadian grandpa. Oh, that was the other thing. In the beginning, Aaron, the assistant, said something about like, it's a boot time to light. Re- it's a, we're a boot ready to light the yeah. tree. <laughs> you always see the Canadian accents kind of seeping into the <laughs> actors. Yeah, Grandpa George, he's very, his face is creepy. He There's eh, like a he sleaziness. Yeah, to, like he wears a, like wrist jewelry, a lot of wrist jewelry. He's a farmer and he's wearing a lot of bracelets. <laughs> yeah. His arms are too long. <laughs> He kind of looks like somebody like compressed him down. I'm not going to say that. It's not that I'm like judging him for his body. It was that there was like a sleaziness to him. And then I felt his arm, like his arms being too long, like they could like touch you too easily. I don't yeah, know. No, there's definitely a creepiness factor to Grandpa George. So yeah, swarthiness. Yeah, swarthy. Yeah. yeah. No, I didn't get farmer vibe at all. Scasting was weird. He's making dinner. A delicious dinner of grilled cheese sandwiches and milk. Uh, milk right from the cows. <laughs> They're all drinking Unpasteurized, milk. like raw milk. <laughs> Big pitcher of so milk. 
is it the house that's filled it's filled with farm art there's like chicken there's, like, chicken <laughs> there's like chickens that are like framed pictures of chickens yeah. <laughs> above the fireplace yeah, <laughs> yeah so they're, ha- they're, they're having their so dinner she stays for dinner he yeah. invites her to, to holly to stay for dinner so you know like mm, sam's starting out at gruffness level 10 i would say he's at a nine yeah, now she's wearing yeah. she's breaking him down a little yeah. bit so they talk about the they start talking about the tree and if she can have it or not and joey says yes you know and grandpa is you know he's pretty much for it too but you know sam is not so there's some conflict there mm-hmm. sam at one point gets up and leaves the table and okay so we've got here's the conflict part of the story and so she starts talking about you know like again trying to sell them on the benefits of it yeah like how many people are like you know i know you love having this tree as part of your family it means a lot to you but if the tree was in chicago at the radcliffe center it brings so much joy to so many people in chicago and then around the world apparently who watch this tv show it seems like (laughs) okay so i do want to know what happens to these trees in real life like the tree that we have in chicago what happens to that tree afterwards i i want to know what happens to it what it's used for like is it used for mulch you know, like a, you know, Christmas trees are used for mulch for part for the parks yeah, afterwards. I'm sure, I'm sure they... that's great. So I feel like maybe in this movie that they were sitting around the writers' room. That's a thing <laughs> with these movies, and they're like, "All right, uh, we got to address this. What happens to the tree afterwards? What's a safe solution? What is something that everybody would be like on board with? All right, we're building houses with these trees. Okay, who are we building houses for? Is it like the homeless? Who's it for? No, veterans. Like yeah. this is something that everyone is gonna like. Okay, every you can't everyone is going to be yeah. pro this yeah. all right you got to do the tree because this has this charitable yeah. end not only is to it going to be great for the people who are going to enjoy the christmas tree during the season it's going to it's going to there's going to be enough lumber to build 12 homes yeah. for veterans who so, served in war yeah war. so that is a cause that will never that will always be something a, a wor- that will always be a worthy mm-hmm. cause yeah but is that really what happens? And I feel a little weird like uh, that they're using, they're taking advantage of that cause to like further the story yeah. along a bit. Yeah, anyway. well, we'll put on your investigative reporter hat and uh, contact the city of Chicago. And <laughs> find, find the out. tree finder. <laughs> yeah. There's lots of questions about this. Yeah. I think you just can, you dial, you can just call D-Case, D Department of Cultural Affairs and Special Events, and say, hey, you know, like, this is Molly Green from WGN Radio. Perhaps you heard of my podcast, Molly and Pizza at <laughs> Christmas. Just got a couple of questions for you about the tree lighting. And if that is tr- what they really do with it, then I think people should, should they think that's that. a great thing. Yeah. But I feel weird like they were taking advantage of a worthy cause just for because nobody's going to say like oh yeah veterans that's a terrible place that's a terrible (laughs) place to put a tree so she checks in with aaron her assistant and aaron the assistant's always uh, the shots of her she's always just like walking she's walking doing something like i don't know what what's she doing (laughs) what's she doing this whole time she's walking around together i guess while holly's up in claws and she goes out to um to a street vendor because it's the city and get something to eat we don't i don't know what it was maybe i don't know if it was a pretzel or a cinnamon roll or a danish or a funnel cake i don't know i don't know it was, it was really... brown and limp <laughs> and huge yeah. Yeah. I know this isn't important to the story, but if you end up watching this one, it's it was one of my favorite parts yeah. of the whole movie. And I, are street vendors a thing in Chicago? It doesn't. I mean, that seems more of a New York thing to do yeah. to get you know get your hot dog yeah. from the corner vendor. But Hallmark movies love a good street, a good food. Yeah, street yeah. Vendor, well, I, I was wondering what that piece of food was. 
So Holly presents um, shows has a presentation for the family. So like they, an official presentation, yeah. like she has a, her computer to up and a slideshow, and mm-hmm. the, the all the family members are looking at the presentation. Mm-hmm. A big spread of cookies, Christmas cookies, <laughs> yeah. in front of them. <laughs> she knows what she's doing. Yeah. She's good at Buttering her up job. George. Yeah. And they, so she, you know, shows that this all started with the Great Depression. Again, just like taking advantage of, and uh, then, you know, like what it means now and pictures of families in front of, in front of it now and, you know, how important the tree is and how it brings everybody together and, and gives everybody hope and... And Holly, we should mention, too, is, you know, she's city folk now, but she is a farm girl, yeah. true and true. Like, she grew up on a, a Christmas tree farm, or just a tree yeah, farm, no, a Christmas, Christmas tree, tree farm. farm. She grew up on a Christmas tree farm. Uh, her mom died when she was really young, um, and then when she was in college, she was going to, like, take over the Christmas tree farm, and then her dad died during that time, and she decided to pursue... She sold the farm. She sold the farm and pursued... Got a job at Radcliffe. <laughs> got a job at Radcliffe being the creative director <laughs> to find the Christmas tree, which seems like the perfect job for her to get. Yeah. I, I'm guessing she worked her way up to Christmas tree picker. <laughs> so she, um, she's not just a city person. She has a true love of Christmas, the Christmas tree. And I feel like that kind of came out, too, in the presentation. You know, just don't think I'm like, you know, a, a city person that is just wants to steal your tree like i really care i really care for this tree mm-hmm. i really care for this tradition as well yeah um they tell her that creepy canadian grandpa says is it okay if we have a little bit more time and i feel like this is mean like she is on such a tight deadline like just decide yeah. already but I, again there's it keeps her in in claws 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 <laughs> sorry <I'm- laughs> A bit longer. Okay, got it. But it just it just seems a little mean to me. Yeah, to like put like, string her along. She's gonna you know end up having only two days to find a tree. Yeah. But I guess from the get go, and you say you said this that you know the Grandpa George is pretty much on board. The sister mm-hmm. Sam's sister is pretty much on board, and we know Joey's on board. So three out of the four. But she wants a unanimous. She vote. wants an unanimous unanimous yeah. vote because it's it means so much to yeah. the family. She would feel bad if. There was even one person in the family that didn't want to give the Christmas tree to the Chicago tree lighting. So she says, okay, you guys can have until tomorrow to decide. So they walk around the festival, which is about to open and kind of show her around. And they point out that the festival is potluck style. (laughs) (laughs) So at one point, they're like eating at the festival and on a plate is just a big ham and cupcakes. <laughs> Potluck style festival. It's like a huge festival that you can't get some food vendors. <laughs> like they benefit from this too. It's not like the town is out, you know, has to pay for all the food. Yeah. <laughs> Ham and cupcakes. That's the cornerstone of any delicious uh, Christmas festival. So she gets, um, she's getting phone calls from Andrea, her boss, and from Aaron, the assistant. And whenever she's on the phone, her phone is off. There's one scene where Andrea's phone is on and it looks like, because they all have iPhones and it yeah. looks like a legitimate phone call. But there's a lot of scenes with phone calls and the phones are and always off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So corporate yeah. is, knows what's going on now. And Andrea, Andrea the boss, Andrea. Mm-hmm. I, it could be Andrea, yeah. says that now Holly's job is on the line yeah. if she doesn't get this tree ASAP. We, I've heard from corporate 
And if, yeah, if you don't get this tree, don't bother coming yeah. back. So, so, so much for all that well, you know, good vibes, <laughs> hope, well wishing, do gooding of the tree. That no uh, that it, comes down to it, it. Yeah. Comes down to corporate. Bottom line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, during this whole time, we're, they're reiterating the fact that. You know, Holly is busy and she just cannot find a guy. And I feel the assistant is like, you know, like she kind of feels she's picking up on the chemistry she's between up on Holly the chemistry and Sam. Between, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's also Holly's learning to when she's in this like this small town, she's learning to just take time, enjoy it, which I feel like if you own a farm, there's not a lot of just hanging out and sit like, yeah, like, they make it seem like farming is a really easy yeah, job like you're working 80 maybe Holly's working 60 hours a week and that farmer's working 100 hours <laughs> right. a week and it's grueling and it, you know like you're stressed all the yeah, time it's so and, hard like her job picking out a christmas tree in the city is so much harder than being a farmer <laughs> i i just never really like of course the festival's a bit lame as they usually are in these movies and i just i did not fall in i didn't fall in love with sam i didn't fall in love with Claws, Indiana, either. Uh, oh, Wisconsin. Or Wisconsin, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't either. I didn't. Again, I was thinking Jay Cutler, because he's from Santa Claus, Indiana. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was thinking about that, right? Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> if I... you're not watching Very Castleberry just for the Jay Cutler scenes, <laughs> I highly recommend it. And I, I guess I will, I'll say this, too, because we learned this the hard way. I, w- I would record, make sure to record it. Because if you, you don't sh- want to watch anything else in it. Yeah, and you can fast forward it. Because if we learned when you just watch it on demand, mm-hmm. you can't fast forward. You can't. Yeah. You have to really pay attention yeah. to the the other nonsense. But Jay Cutler stuff that'll tide you over until October when these movies come out. But I, I'm with you. I didn't feel any you know, great joy or love of the the town. I, I, yeah. they didn't really present it. No, they to just be... made cookie. Like there's one scene, or I guess like the next day, she and Sa- she's asked Sam to take a day off from farming. <laughs> Cows will milk themselves apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> just do Christmas things all day. So she has like a horse-drawn carriage, but they never like they never get in it or do anything. They're just back at the house making cookies. Like they, they get in it, but then they don't show. Yeah, where they don't they go. do anything. Yeah, nothing seems very special about this. And we also at at some point too, we learn that Sam inquires about Holly, like what's her status, and she's mm-hmm. you know she has to say, oh, you know, I'm saying I am just too busy yeah. trying to pick this Christmas tree off for one, you know, <laughs> my one job of picking the Christmas tree off. For the festival, takes up all my time. You know, I'm sure he's just like this guy, this farmer, like rolling. Is like, are you kidding me? Like Jay Cutler, uh, and he explains that he's divorced. Um, so you know, he hasn't been in the the market for you which know. surprised me because normally they're widowed. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, and because then I, but then I want to know like what are the circum what, what what were the circumstances around the divorce? What had like why are I you don't divorced? Know. Yeah. Yeah. And why does he hate Christmas so much? I mean, I think he liked it in the beginning. But then at some point he, during uh, maybe after his mom died. And uh, that's stuff, what and I the thought. Divorce. But then he said something about like untangling the, like these. They're putting up decorations at some point. And he's like untangling these lights is giving me flashbacks to horrible Christmases. in my like when he was a kid. And maybe it's just because it's a Christmassy town. He's like sick of it. Yeah. I, don't yeah. Know, I never really got the motivation for how much he hated Christmas, Christmas yeah. and why. If you if you hate Christmas and you live in a Christmas town, move. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> there I, is so much coffee in this movie. Did you notice that they're always drinking coffee? Then the, these scenes that we're talking about, yeah, yeah, yeah. I never saw a big Folgers can, but um, yeah, it was there was really no. And of course, the mugs are ugly as usual. In these <laughs> no movies. special product placement. I didn't know. I, th- I think I did. I noticed like a tea. There was a. Uh, uh, one time they made a really big deal, like a, they zoomed right in on her tea, like it showed 
That was at the that was when she was at her lowest point. We'll get to that. She was having tea, not yeah. coffee. She never says like, "Oh, you're divorced." I'm, you know, like mm-hmm. what, what? What were the circumstances around that? Is it because you're you you don't like Christmas? Like what? What you're not a good dad? Like tell me, tell what, just I wanted some a little bit of background yeah. about his divorce. I think because I watch so much of the Bachelor franchise, I'm fine with like people just knowing each other for two days and then deciding <laughs> like that they're meant to be, not really no, needing to know any. You know, like maybe I'm assuming too much, but I'm guessing Sam's politics and Holly's politics probably don't line up <laughs> too well, and um, based on just get a feeling yeah. for that, and um, yeah, so so we're still at they the never point. really have a deep conversation, and uh, so we're still at the point of. And now I think pretty much we know everyone wants to give the tree. Well, at this point, they they all get together for like breakfast together at the um, at the inn at the bed and breakfast that the sister owns, and they have they make some cute French toast together. Mm-hmm. And the grand Grandpa George tells her she can have oh, the yeah. tree, like mm-hmm. he's solid about it. And Amy tells her she can have the tree; she's solid about it. And so they're decorating the inn, which I guess they hadn't done. Maybe maybe they just didn't do it last year because the mother I don't know. Yeah, but it seemed late. They in the used season. again uh, in Hallmark movies. It's always the fake garland, the really fake garland. Like you're on a farm in Wisconsin, <laughs> you can't go cut down some boughs and tie them together. Like, yeah, the fake garland. I'm sick of that. <laughs> they pull out um, the the grandmother's favorite ornament, which is an angel, but it's a very like plastic Hallmark store mm-hmm. angel too. You know, it's not like I. Something that's been handed down no. through yeah. the years, yeah. And during this day, they I guess they turn on the TV and it's Chicago WRT news. <laughs> yeah. Breaking news: <laughs> the tree is not at Radcliffe Center yet. Yeah. Where What's is going, it? Will this be the year without a tree? Yeah. Turn on the news. And with a week until the tree lighting, the Radcliffe Center tree is still not here. The city in a garden might be treeless. Looks like the heart of America might have lost its Christmas spirit. And her boss is freaking, is still freaking out. Well, because at this point now, and I think Holly kind of tells the family, like, you know, hey, this is getting to be crunch time. You know, I this is very important. This is a, an, a this is my only job is to find the Christmas tree. It's four days. I normally spend all year looking for this. I only have like four days left to mm-hmm. to get to pick out the tree, transport it to Chicago, um, which I guess we never really find out how far away in Wisconsin it is. It doesn't yeah. seem like it's that far yeah. and get back. So. It feels like it could just be on the other side of Mars Cheese Castle. <laughs> just like right over the expressway. Past Great America. Oh, it should be coming up to Mars Cheese Castle. Yeah, it could be right there. For some reason, I didn't feel... I mean, I kind of sense that there, you know, time is getting ticking, but I didn't feel like, oh, you know, like really nervous. Like, oh my God, it's getting to be the crunch time. But then when I saw, you know, when they when they broke in to regular programming with the, <laughs> with the alert that, you know, that there is no tree... Like you would, it would pop up on your phone. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's the? Oh, oh my God! The Radcliffe Center doesn't have a tree. It's only four days away from the tree lighting ceremony. <laughs> um. So she's just got to convince Sam to give her the tree. So Sam, Holly, and Joey walk out to look at the tree again. Again, bare legs, open coats, and um. It's Operation Lift Sam's Christmas Spirit. Oh. That's what she called it. <laughs> But they've also gone out there to to cut down their own tree, which eight year old Joey cuts down himself. <laughs> Again, and I and I don't know much about cutting trees, 
since I think last year we just went to Whole Foods and, <laughs> and grabbed one. But the guy who had to like trim the bottom, it was like, it was a whole operation. Like an eight-year-old could not have done that and the tree was already cut. Yeah, so. it se- and it seemed like... I mean, maybe it was... Uh, uh, That's our city living now <laughs> versus country life. Well, the saw seemed kind of small to cut down a big tree. Yeah. And like you're, this eight-year-old is going to use this little small... It's going to take him three weeks to cut this thing down. There's And there's a lot of talk about angels on top of the tree. Like, you know, Holly likes angels. The mother liked angels. There's a big angel on top of the Radcliffe Center tree. And so I was thinking, too, about like... I guess, I mean, Christmas is Christian, but would would a city have a big angel on top of the tree? It seems a little like, yeah. I feel like things would be more secular or representative of other celebrations, too. Yeah. Yeah. There's a big angel push mm-hmm. on all this. I My notes say, Sam is getting the Christmas spirit. Why doesn't he like it? So I, like, I was thinking about this a lot. Like, I could never figure out <laughs> yeah, why and we, and we never, he didn't like yeah, it. Yeah, we never learn. Um, and so that's the end of that day where, you know, the clock is ticking down and they've decided that they're, they're, uh, going to go to the Christmas festival. It's the opening day. And so she, she slinks down the stairs in like a tight red, like mini dress and over the knee, like high heel boots. <laughs> yeah. Miss Christmas. <laughs> to go to the potluck Christmas festival. Yeah, seems overdressed. They're all wearing ugly Christmas sweaters and that we find out that the grandmother had made every year. No, mm-mm-mm. these are, they're the most commercial yeah. Christmas sweaters. Why not just say collected that she collected them every year? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Another thing that we should say too, is that maybe, and this maybe contributed to my ease of like not having the Sam's, the treat, the McInerney's or whatever their names are. McInerney. Uh, what is there? It is an M. Ma- McNary. Maybe jo- Joseph. The McNary's, I think okay. it is. Uh, they have a backup in Elkhart, Indiana, yeah. ready to go yeah. just in case. It's she, a little short. Is yeah, the problem. it's like 10 feet yeah, short for yeah. TV or something. Right. Um, so if she can't get the, the, perfect, the tree. perfect tree, they do have a backup uh, in place. The backup tree in Elkhart, Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> so they go to the festival and... Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just I don't, I don't f- you don't feel anything. It doesn't feel like a great It's not magical. It's not magical. It's not like yeah. the Chris Kindle market no. here. Yeah. So they they get some some plates of food from the potluck and she sits down with her plate of fruit cake <laughs> and he's eating some sal- some various salads that <laughs> the good the good Christian women of Klaus <laughs> Indiana, Claus, Indiana, <laughs> Wisconsin, uh, have made. <laughs> and uh, she, he tells her yes that she can have the tree, and Joey runs over. You said yes. You said yes. Over and over again. Yeah. So she's she's done it. She's convinced all four family members. She's elated that they have the perfect tree. They're gonna. She's gonna set up transport the next day bring it back to chicago and we're like we're all set and that's that she's on the phone with her assistant Mm -hmm. uh, and she's talking about you know how great this is and how that she thinks that she loves this family Mm -hmm. and this way of life this way of life you know she doesn't like the city living and she thinks that once she brings back the christmas tree she's going to come back 
and live with this divorced Sam who she barely knows for the rest of her life. <laughs> no, she says that it's not she's it's not because of Sam. It's because like she doesn't want him to feel pressure that it's just for him. But yeah. But in a very, you know, eighties sitcom oh, way. <laughs> Sam kind of <laughs> Sam walks by the door and overhears half of the conversation mm-hmm. and hears her saying like I, I just want this tree to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. So he thinks, "Oh no, she's just using us for this tree. All this phoniness of pretending to infiltrate our family was just so she could get the tree to Radcliffe Center and you know, he storms off." Um, and then, you know, she hangs up the phone thinking like, oh, this is wonderful. Like, I, you mm-hmm. know, I'm gonna, we have the tree and I'm going to have a new life in Claus, Wisconsin with the McInerys. Maner- <laughs> it's very girl gets tree, girl loses tree. <laughs> Maybe girl gets tree back. We'll see. So then I think, so then, then we see. So the- yeah, he says, no, you can't have the tree now. Right when Andrea shows up to get to get it yeah. with the. The guys who are going to cut it down and transport it to Chicago, so it all yeah. falls apart. Yeah. He's like in his pickup truck, all, all mopey. <laughs> like she's like, "Hey, Sam!" Like excited to see. Let's go. And he's like, "I'm not giving it to you." Yeah, and doesn't say, <laughs> doesn't say, or he says like, "Oh, you're just using me." Like yeah. you're, you're city folk coming in here doesn't give her any chance to explain explain her. anything. Yeah, just yeah. a jerk. So then now she like he puffs off and she's like, well, like, all right, well, you know, we're going to just have to go to our backup from Elkhart, Indiana. And then Aww. and then she says she tell then she tells Sam, like, oh, by the way, I, when I said I wasn't coming back, I meant to Chicago. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> she's like, too late, Sam. <laughs> See ya. I'm going to go drink my sad tea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she was. She was back in. Then she goes. She's back in Chicago yeah. at this point, drinking her sad tea. Aaron's looking, trying to like looking at her. Uh, you know her her sad Christmas tree that has still hasn't been decorated. <laughs> yeah, and she, she even goes as far as to say she doesn't want to be Miss Christmas anymore. Oh yeah, she's kind of yeah. She's kind of crying about it. Yeah, Aaron was supposed to go on a hot date, but instead she comes over to help decorate the tree, which is nice, and they almost do what. They've been guilty of many times before in these movies. Put the ornaments on the tree before the light. And I, it's kind of funny. Like, I wonder if this was an inside joke they did, that they did this. <laughs> Aaron starts to put the ornaments on, and Holly's like, no, that's not the way, the order you do it. <laughs> yeah, you yelled out. You're like, what is she doing? <laughs> they always and like, do this. And then like, yeah, a minute later, Holly's like, no, you, okay. don't, you don't put the... However, all of that... All of those points they earned are gone now because she pulls up. This is a regular, just well, it's fake, but it's supposed to be a real tree with a white, with white, with a strand of white lights. Not the not the light part white. The cord part was white. Yeah. What? <laughs> it's a green tree. Yeah, that we Miss never, Christmas would not have white yeah, cord no. lights for and her green tree. We never saw the final. No. They just kind Mm-mm. of started the. They uh, start a lot of things without finishing them. In this movie. <laughs> There are, there's a lot of original music in this one, which yeah. we know we are a fan of, like our theme song. A lot of bebop rhyming songs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all about the bebops and the rhymes in these songs. There's a lot of them in this movie. Yeah, there, yeah was a, there mm-hmm. are at least six original, <laughs> really, really horrible generic Christmas songs. Just like how Holly's job is to find a tree there's somebody whose job it is to write all these make all these songs for the movies too so it there's you've got to rhyme a lot of words <laughs> <laughs> you got to do a lot of bebopping <laughs> all right so she's she decorates her tree she's 
it's time to like pick herself up by the bootstraps. Mm-hmm. That yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> and so I guess, I don't know, it all kind of, again, you look at your watch and you're like, all right, there's three minutes left to wrap all this up. <laughs> so somehow they get the other tree. It's decorated, done. And she's loading up um, a truck with decorations. I, so they have two sets of decorations. So you don't know, like, oh, she must be going to three. But here she is. She shows up. Um, oh, she gets another letter from from Joey. I don't really even remember what it said. <laughs> yeah. Something about, like, come back. Me, my dad misses you. Yeah, I think Come back. My dad misses you. Something like that. Then later, we that Sam says that he wrote that letter. I don't know. <laughs> so it's a fake handwriting. Fake handwriting. Creepy. <laughs> he, wrote, he wrote that. <laughs> my dad misses me. <laughs> he said that he wrote the second letter. I think uh, you're right. He did. He did <laughs> in the fake in hand. Joey's handwriting. Maybe he did, did he do the first? Well, maybe he did the first one too. Like he wrote it, and I don't know. That yeah. would be really messed up. That he did all that to get her there, and then he's like, "No, I'm not." So she'll be there long enough to fall in love with him. <laughs> so manipulative. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So there's a second again. It letter. all was crammed together. So I'm sorry if I'm saying this out of order. Anyway, so she loads up the the truck and she ends up at their house. And Joey, they know she's coming. Sam doesn't, but Joey and George and Amy know that that she's coming. So she shows up and she brings a crew with her to decorate their tree there. Mm-hmm. Keep it there. Decorate it there do a radcliffe yeah tree, tree lighting in, ceremony yeah. in mm-hmm. claus wisconsin with the idea that this would become a new tradition like that they needed the town needed this and to bring people together yeah while they're aaron is there helping out and while they're decorating the tree holly reveals to aaron that she has been promoted to tree picker mm-hmm. holly's leaving holly's, radcliffe yeah. and Aaron is the new tour Aaron has no interest in this job. She thinks this job is dumb. <laughs> and again, Holly knows she knows Sam for like f- eight days. <laughs> she's she's going to leave her like really good job that she. Yeah. She, her one job is to find the Christmas tree. It seems it's very. She has a very nice apartment. She yeah. actually seems to have a good life. She's going to leave all of that behind in Chicago because she met Sam, who she's known for five days. <laughs> Who's divorced, and we still don't know why. <laughs> and then I was thinking, when when like he pouted, I was like, oh. Yeah, it- red flag right here. <laughs> yeah. This is how he handles conflict. Stay yeah. away from this. Yeah, so he's going to give that all up to move to Claus and be with Sam. Uh, so... They they dec- they just they decorate everything, and um, Amy says, "All right, Sam's on his way home. On his way home, he's a farmer. Like this is where he works. Where has he been all day?" <laughs> yeah, did they tell him to go farms? You know what? Go farm somewhere else today. <laughs> farm, go farm on someone else's farm. We got a so, thing here that we need to do. He gets home, and. Amy leads him through all the decorations and the people, and he's like, oh, what's going on? And then here comes Holly, and she runs and hugs him. All is forgiven and explains to him, you know, that this is the new tradition and uh, that it will be part of the festival every year. I guess they have the budget for this. Isn't this, like, super expensive to light a tree? I think so, you know? yeah. 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 <laughs> their whole their whole yearly farm budget is just to light the tree for the for the ten days. I also felt it was weird. So you're just giving up on radically. You're giving all your effort. A, a, yeah. All the effort was like for the whole like an hour and fifty minutes was to Radcliffe Center, and then 
Bask or Radcliffe Center. Yeah. They, they're fine. They're Let's fine take with... all of our de- decorations to Wisconsin. <laughs> they just throw a strand of white cord lights on the Radcliffe tree. <laughs> the poor Elk Garden Indiana tree. Call it a yeah, day. I felt like that was very, they were very dismissive of the. <laughs> we Chicago. never saw it either. No, yeah. you never saw it. <laughs> and the TV cameras were in. Yeah, the, too, the, like the reporter was there. <laughs> it was covering the Chicago. Yeah. Oh, no, wait, 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 wait. The Chicago one was the day before they said, and this one was the day after. Oh, so so they had done. They, had <laughs> they done. took all the decorations <laughs> off the dream. <laughs> I don't know. I, I didn't like. I didn't like how they were like. Everything was about the Radcliffe Center, and then it was very dismissed yeah. at the end. Yeah. For the uh, the Klaus tree, but the, which looked nice. It did at first. I was like, oh no, and then once they they lit yeah. it, I was like, okay, yeah. this is good. Yeah. yeah. And then Sam reveals that he has carved their, not their initials, but their names into into a tree. Yeah, uh, and the carving kind of looked like his like handwriting. <laughs> so maybe, maybe he carved the note. It's kind of as a serial killer feel to, to that handwriting. Yeah, or like he's like holding note. somebody for yeah, ransom. Yeah, like a ransom note, yeah. <laughs> like a ransom yeah. note. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody will be able to trace this because like, you write it with your opposite hand that you normally write with. <laughs> Put some stickers on it. Yeah. <laughs> so you that, go into Joey's sticker box. Stickers. Oh. So that's a, so then it, they the light end, up the tree after. and then uh, Sam and Holly live and we assume that they live in claws yep. with creepy George the grandfather <laughs> uh, for yeah the remainder of their years. Yep. That is... Do you feel like it's Christmas yet? <laughs> so that is a special edition of Molly and Pete Save Christmas, a Christmas in July special edition of Molly and Pete Save Christmas. I uh, hope you enjoyed the podcast. We'll be back uh, with... October 27th. <laughs> October 27th. And throughout Christmas, we'll have 34 new... <laughs> we'll have 34 new It's podcasts. our full-time job. <laughs> <laughs> it's cold out there.